0: Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The New Normal with Lee and (laughs) Chandel. Let's just get right into it, shall we?
1: (laughs) Okay. So I thought of something today. Okay.
0: When do you never not think, though? You're always thinking.
1: That's good. Yeah, that is good. Because a lot of people don't.
0: I know, I've realized that it's quite painful, actually. I used to be one of them.
1: <laughs> I was watching a video earlier today, and this person works in an investment bank. And then while he was working there, he invested in Tesla stock. And then Tesla stock went up by a lot, and then he's financially free. And then he quit his job. And then he tried to figure out what he was gonna do. And then he realized most of everything he's done is wrapped around, it was aiming at being a good employee. Like what time he wakes up, what she drinks and what he should study, what he should do research on, what he, he, he kind of went through like a little identity crisis He didn't know who he was anymore after quitting his job because all his life he's chasing how can I get a good job. And then when he was at like investment banking's culture is like they kind of shit on you all the time. So he always thought, oh, I was not good enough. And so he had to chase like the employer's approval. Not employer, but like a supervisor or whoever the higher ups approval to show them oh I'm good enough. And he he had a whole schedule and he told a story too, one time he had to work till late night and then he had to shut the door in front of his uh, like two year old daughter's face. Cause he was like, oh, I can't like, I have to work. And now he's quit his job and he's realized um, all of his identity was wrapped around being a good employee. And now he doesn't know who he is anymore. He's free to do anything he wants. He doesn't know what to do anymore. And that made me think, oh, what if he, he's never gotten that financial freedom? He just, like most people, just got a job, work at it for 30, 40 years, and he retires at six years old. And by this time he's 60, he still wouldn't find us out. And he probably more and more unlikely to find this out because when you're older, you don't even want to think about, um, what if you live your whole entire life wrong, being somebody else? Cause it's the, there's, there's no, um, what do you call it? Like there's, there's no way of saving it. You're too old now. So it's, the older you get, the less you want to think about things like this. And people just put their head down and just like, oh, this is what I was been doing. This is probably what I want. And they just keep doing it until they're old. And um, But I thought that just something to do with um, a career because even without a career, I always think about these things. I always wonder who I am. I do things to test them out and I'm always aware there's like multiple pivotal point in my life where I th- thought I was somebody and then I wasn't. So even without a career, I would I have gone through what he's gone through multiple times in my life. But when I talked to you, uh, you said, here Oh, here we go. Yeah, but when I talked to you, you said, um, Oh, I, I, I recently been going through something like that. That made me realize, oh, maybe most people never go through anything like that even once in their life. Like I always assumed my experience of since I was young, like who, who am I? Am I tough guy? Am I, you know, weak? Am I this and that? And I do things to test them out and I always seek out like purpose of life and all of these things. But hearing you say that recently you encounter things that made you think about these things for the first time. Maybe most people are like you, that they never think about this. And, uh, yeah. And then they, maybe most of them don't get to think about this until they get old. And then when they get old, The result, like there's the result of them being wrong, is so scary. They just push it aside and then continue be on the wrong path. So, what do you think yeah, about I that?
0: Think, yeah, I think that's like, and I don't know if it's a cultural thing or, like, because I I feel like the other other people I've met already like. Well, no, it depends on like what career they're in and what stage of life they're in. But most people I find around our age now kind of either it's a hit or miss, have already figured it out, but have known from a very young age and they think they know, or it's one who's like completely lost. So like, I guess before we move on, like to me and my experiences, like for you, how come you always challenge yourself to figure it out like what was it that really intrigued you about figuring yourself out in mm-hmm. your identity or did someone question your identity that you're like oh i need to think about this more
1: um, let me touch on what you just said real quick though you said oh like some people figure it out some people are lost
0: yeah, there's just very polar opposites.
1: But I think majority people are actually in the middle who never even think about these things. They don't even know if they're lost or they know it. Like they're...
0: Well, the ones who are lost actually didn't think about it because yeah. there's a life-changing event that caused them to think about it. That's why they were suddenly lost.
1: Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying though. Like something happened and it made them realize... Oh, I'm not who I thought I was. And now they're lost. But I think the majority of people never even encountered that thing that made them realize, I need to think about these things. Most people's identity is wrapped around something that's outside of their control. Like I'm this race, I, I'm from this area. I'm, uh, I have this job, I have this certificate. They identify them or like they define themselves based on all of these things around them or who their friends are. Most people don't pick their friends they're just friends with whoever they grew up with it's It's an accident they just just happened to grow up in the same area and now they're friends for life they don't they don't go oh these are the type of friends I want to be friends with so I'm gonna go here to find these people because of these. Are the places where these people exist the most they're just like oh why are you friends because we met in elementary school why are you friends because we met in high school we've been knowing each other for 20 years 30 years 40 years yeah so that like just like how they rather to not think about it oh would i be better off being friends with somebody else they just just go with it you know so same thing with the most people's identity just they just go with it They're like oh i'm just black i'm just chinese i'm just whoever they kind of use that to justify who they are and yeah, i think
0: uh, like people like that though don't know any better and they they don't have someone to like either look up to or um they kind of just feel like maybe it's a dead end because i i used to feel like that i used to feel like um oh this is just how I grew up like I can't really change it there's only so much in my control so I'm just gonna go with it whatever you know like it's kind of like being victimized in a in a way
1: yeah um with me I think everybody was like me to in the beginning. So, because like in elementary school or high school or whatever, I can see other people struggling with their identity to, You know, uh, like everybody's trying to find where they fit in. Or I'm the fine, funny guy in the group. Or am I might a tough guy. Or am I the nerd. I might, you know, yeah. like it, it's, it's, it's consciously or not, but it's playing out in, in all the group settings. But somewhere along the way, people just gave up, uh, sort of like how almost everybody has a um, dream when they were a kid, and somewhere along the way they just gave up and then now they just accept, oh my life is just you know doing 9 to five get paycheck so I can survive and I see a similar thing happening with identities. everybody wants to find out who they are they were and they you know they test things out and whatnot and along the way i don't know what why or what but it causes them to give up on the idea and they just accept yeah
0: Yeah. i mean i'm i've gone through a similar situation too though like um Mm. i thought that because i was trying to research this before and i'm like oh like why am i always trying to copy someone like Or why, why do I look at other people like the role models? Like, why can't I be the role model for myself? And so I try to figure out what I like and what I don't like. And I try to build myself as someone that I would like look up to, but I turned out being or liking things that I actually don't like. Like, I don't know why it's so twisted like that. Um, Like it. I have to try something to figure it out. I can't just like step back and like try to figure out things so much in my head and then like, you know, finalize it and then do, do something. So for example, like um, before there was this preppy trend and I, I like figure out my wardrobe, like from a, like physical point of view, like aesthetically instead of like on my character. And I figured like going through that and going through like that phase in my life was still important. But during that time, I, I like still didn't get it. I'm like, ah, this is like not really me. Like it's, it's so much effort. Um, and I figured like, instead of going to a place where um, I don't feel right when I do go through changing my wardrobe for example, or changing my look, I like, it's so much effort and it's going against the grain. I should just do something that comes naturally to me. Um, So I was always a sports person. I always wear athletic stuff. And now I'm in athleisure a lot, like clothing wise. So I find that it's better to just um, go with what's natural. So my point of this whole thing is just like, if you're, It's okay to though, to go through phases, but the end point is like how you feel. Like it shouldn't feel foreign, I guess, if someone's trying to go through like their identity or maybe you just have to go through it. Honestly, I'm not sure what I'm saying at this point because it's like the identity thing. Like I don't know myself. And I'm going through that. But more and more, I'm focusing on my character. Then my appearance is where I I truly am finding myself. Does yeah. that make sense? Because I felt like I started out with the cold clothing and appearance thing in terms of trying to find my identity. But I learned over time, over doing that over and over again. Not that I really changed a lot drastically in how I look, but what I mean is is that I was focusing on the wrong things. So kind of like what you mentioned earlier about like, oh, I'm just, I'm black, I'm, I'm white, or I am Asian, whatever, like things that you cannot really control. So I thought that the best thing I can control was my wardrobe or my appearance, but it's really not that, it's your character. And I think I I've, I've, um, point more emphasis on that now, because at the end of the day, it's, it comes from within. Does that make sense? I
1: think is not having a default as what's normal helps a lot. Like, like for example, like with me, half of the reason. Why I always look for these things is because it's innate, it's like born with, like, I'm just like genetics. But the other half is because the constant changing of the environment. Like, I was born in a city in uh, China, by the time I was 14, I switched to a different city that's completely different. By the time I was like 16, I went to a completely different city again. And by the time I'm like 18, I I came to Canada it was completely different country so to me there isn't really a normal you know kind of like um, recently people gave Aquafina some backlash because they said she sounded black
0: I saw that actually that was very Mm -hmm. like interesting to me I'm like I never thought anything of the way she talked
1: yeah (laughs) and, and she's but she is Chinese-Korean by blood, and she was born and raised in Queens, in New York. Yeah. So, so she grew up around Black people. That's the that's their culture. So, yeah. what 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 accent is normal to her? Is it is a Chinese accent? Is a Korean accent? Is a Black accent? Is a New York accent? Is it American accent? You know, like you don't know. Like, there's no normal anymore. For her, she's kind of. Just like you know, whatever she relate to, she picks, and that was kind of the case with me. Like I don't have a normal where everybody was like this the whole way through. Oh, I see, like people from this city does this, that city does that, and and those people in Canada do this, and there's also there's like Canadian. I see a clear difference between uh chinese people who are born in canada versus chinese people who moved from china yeah so which which one is me uh, i don't know so it's just i don't have a like a default i can fall back on oh that's what I, i'm supposed to do because that's what my people have always done so i have to pick like oh i'm you know, like I relate to this person, but this person's background is different than me. And but I relate to that person too. And that person is different to, than me in a different way. And with you and maybe a lot of people, other people too, one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why you don't think about identity and you don't know who you are is because you don't go through many different settings of environment and and, you know. Like you are always pretty um, conservative. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go through risk. I don't want to. You don't feel comfortable doing anything new or different. Yeah. So then, you're always gonna fall back on what's like normal. What's been always been the same to you.
0: Or just like what I know from the people around me and what they've done. Cause usually I, you know, it has to be, I have to see it to believe it type of thing. Like um, there's a lot of people who don't go to university right away and they take a year off, but then I never thought of it as like a smart move, for example. So I thought that going straight from high school to university was the smartest way. That's all all I've ever seen. That's all I ever known. And that's what I'm going to do too. So it's kind of like that in terms of making decisions. So it's yeah, it's just like following the mold. And well, because
1: you, you've, I've always been in the same places and hanging out with the same people, so you're gonna hear the same things over and over.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the problem, and I think that that's why I wish that I, um, well, no, too. But actually, no, this is not true because then. I um, I think from my high school and how I grew up, or even just elementary, I talk to more people than a lot of my peers. and I talk to different kinds of people, like, um, the educated ones who have uh, traditional careers in law or medicine or architecture, like, But to me, that was so out of my reach. I felt like only a few people could do that uh, or I wasn't smart enough or, you know, like I, it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was in my reach type of thing, but I only felt like if I followed the same steps that they, they went through that maybe one day I could do that too. But it wasn't like, ah, I could, I could do that or I could be that type of thing um they and then just, so my peers
1: we hmm? were just surface level talking to new people and the majority of your time still spent with the same people
0: it just is doing, and that's a problem
1: doing the same things
0: yeah so mm-hmm. uh, like all of my peers went to local well most of my peers went to local colleges and local universities so of course i did that too and There are some people, very few, who go to the Ivy Leagues of Canada, like Queens or like Ryerson, I don't know. Um, And then like one or two people that I I know go to like Harvard or Stanford or whatever. Um, But those people who do make different decisions have a different world, I feel like.
1: But not only... Like you're talking about, oh, these people are like have a better life and, and whatever. I didn't choose to do that, but maybe I could have. But I'm just talking about just doing things different. You you could it could be wrong. You could make mistakes. As an example, I I wanna learn boxing because I thought I wanted to, to be a boxing world champion. It is, and turns out, that's not me, but it helped me a lot to find out who I am. Like, by keep on making mistakes and doing the wrong things, help you a lot. Like, it's, it's not Mm -hmm. that you didn't, it's not that you didn't make the right choice. It's that you wouldn't even make the wrong choice.
0: No, I think it's so difficult to say because I grew up with so many activities and I think that's why I became so risk adverse um because like I grew up with like every single day of the week I had something like I probably was the most busiest or I felt like I was the most busiest like um grade school person like I did swimming I did um um piano I did singing I did acting I did modeling like I did all of these things and I I aspired to be so many different things but they never worked out and yeah, so I and think then, that's why
1: but then they helped you to figure out that you're you don't want to be a swimmer you don't want to be a musician you don't want to be you know like these are progress
0: yeah but to me I didn't interpret it that way I always was linear. So that's why I felt like such a failure, because I did so many like my mindset wasn't in the right place. And I don't know who I could attribute this to except for myself, because I always felt like, oh, I try all of these things. It never works out. So like, maybe that's just not what I meant to do. But oh, man, I'm such a failure. I never finished anything. So um, that's why I became more risk adverse maybe. And that's why going into university, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have a linear line now to, um, success, if you will, to like, to get my degree, because if I don't, then I'll be more a failure because I was a failure in elementary and high school, you know, like it was such a bad mindset and such a bad place to be in. And the approach was just wrong. Like now that I think of it, yeah. No, but at the same time, I am grateful that I had those experiences because I feel like it contributes to my character in a different way. So I'm put in very different situations and I can kind of figure it out and adapt quicker than maybe some other people. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I can relate to that too. It's. Uh... That's uh, the reason why I went to university. After high school, I did a bunch of different things for, I don't know, three, four years to avoid going to university. I always thought I don't like university. Um, You know, I would way rather to do something myself. And at the end, I couldn't figure out who I was or what I could do that's why I went back to university as one of the safe, like traditional, what always works options.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It turned out to help me, but.
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for me and my experience, I was more, I was a little bit more confused because after graduating, there was like, I was a big sports person in school like both in elementary and high school. But when I graduated, there was no more sports teams, there was no more like volleyball or basketball or competitive anything. And nor did I go out of my way to try to um, register myself in these leagues, because I learned that university, or even just like um, the bigger leagues where every all the adults play in was way more competitive than it was in like high school so I was intimidated by that and I didn't continue because um, I didn't felt feel like I was good enough um, and so I started working and I was like okay like this is the adult thing to do now is make my own money by at the same time go to school because I always thought that it was important to was have... that
1: your first job which one when just you out of to... high school yeah
0: yeah I never worked throughout high school at all and I know that a lot of my uh, peers did work a part-time job in high school just so that they can you know buy the things that they wanted you know have brand name stuff like growing up, <laughs> yeah like it was pretty artificial um where where I grew up and I don't know why like it, it wasn't really I don't know it's just such an artificial thing I didn't really pay too much attention to it like I cared a little bit but I mean it is what it is I cared more about sports so
1: when you you said you tried a bunch of things when you're younger and then along the way at some point you stopped where is that point is that the point where you went to university and you stopped or is it like way earlier than that you just tried a bunch of things when you were like a kid kid and then you stopped when you were like 12 or something
0: um i think it was like in grade 10 so when you start getting into the higher grades of high school you really have to start focusing on which sports or which you know uh, activity that you're going to stick with at least i was i felt like i was cornered um because i wanted to do what i've always done in elementary which is just do everything and have fun um but i was on the dance team in high school and one of the like the core choreographer person like i'm not i forgot what what he's called and he kind of like told me that I'm stretching myself too thin. Uh, I couldn't go to the dance practices. I kept on choosing sports over the dance practices. Mm -hmm. So I have to choose which one um, I really wanted to focus on to be successful. And so he challenged me in a way where I couldn't win. And he was like, you have to do a backflip so that you can stay on the dance squad. And I'm just like a backflip. No, I can't do that. And secondly, I was already injured in grade nine due to volleyball. So I'm not going to put myself in a position where I can get more messed up, you know? Um, so I just, I chose sports. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to be under someone like that anyway. So yeah, I felt like I was cornered and that's why I didn't start anything because I felt like, Oh, like he was really challenging me. I'm not going to be, you know, as good as I can be if I chose everything. So I just chose one thing and it was sports. And then that's what I was known for, for the most part in um, high school, because I was known for in grade eight to do everything like I did the acting thing. I did the dancing thing. I did the, you know,
1: just everything. So since you were a kid, you always tried everything. And before you have had the time to figure out what you really into yourself. You were kind of like put a artificial stop and then you had to just be on sports and then later on it turns out that you weren't like you weren't meant to do sports either so then all the other things you've given up given up now you can't you don't know like yeah who you are anymore kind but is of, there yeah but is there yeah. along the yeah. way is there any point that you had a strong sense of identity it it could be the wrong one but is there any point in your life where you like oh this is who i am
0: i felt like every at every stage i was like this is who i am when i was playing piano this is who i am when i read a lot about law this is who i am you know like i thought that i was always something different and then Mm. now i feel like
1: but what always what, what stopped you what uh, made you go, like when you play piano, you're like, oh, this is who I am. I'm meant to be a pianist. What made you go, what, what had to happen for you to say, oh, actually, I was wrong?
0: Oh, because there are so many people who are way better than me. Like way better and like way younger. Like there is this kid who is like five and was playing piano really well, better than me. And I'm like, oh, like, what am I doing? I'm such a loser. I like, there's other people who are better than me. Like, I don't know why I thought that I was, I could be just as good or I, I could be good in my own way. I never thought that. I never like.
1: <clears throat> but is that a case for everything though? Is, is there, isn't, there was nothing where you were like, oh, I know I, other people are better than me at this, but I'm just so excited and to do this and it's so much fun for me. I couldn't care less if there's anybody around, Like, right? You know, you couldn't care less whether you're good at it. You just enjoy something so much.
0: Um, well, that was piano for me even, uh, but I guess it's just like when other people's opinions come into place, then that's when I care. But if there's anything now, I think that, um, it's just starting something new. So yeah, the things that I'm doing now, I literally couldn't care. Like, I think that's what stopped me so much in the beginning was like, I always cared about what someone thought. And I would always be in a sports team because it wasn't my thing, really. Like, I'm so opposite. Like, I shouldn't have been playing sports because I'm so short. I'm so small. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like, you know, and I acted like I was a tall person. Like I could literally get yelled at on court for doing something that the tall people were to do. And I wasn't allowed to do that. You know, like it was just like so defeating. And so like, I thought that, ah, oh, I'll prove them wrong. I will like practice, you know, by myself or with the guys, even though I'm the only girl, like just to prove them wrong. Like it doesn't really help. But if there's anything now that I do is just because I don't care about what people think. Like starting this podcast with you, I'm always so scared to talk about anything and to be judged. But now I think I'm that I'm at that age that like, why should I care so much? Like me, like you and I putting ourselves out here is more of a win than anyone can ever have an opinion on because those people who have a, such a strong opinion on anything that I do. If they were to do it themselves, they couldn't do it themselves, you know? So like, I don't know, I just changed so much since then and then I don't care. And so now when I do something like helping my cousin and her business, I genuinely enjoy it so much and I don't care if it has anything to do with me because I enjoy it so much. I just wanna help, you know? And I feel like I work on my character more um, than anything when I do things like that and then I have my own thing like the phone charms thing like I don't care if it's successful or not at this point I genuinely enjoy making these things and so like yeah I don't know I don't know I don't think too, like it's an identity thing where I'm like, or actually, no, see, that's the thing is that I'm confused and I've been thinking about this identity thing a lot lately because of everything. Like I've changed my life so much in who I am as a person. I feel like I'm so much better because I'm with you. And I've, I've been, comparing, <laughs> honestly, like I've been comparing, ew, I'm going to cry. I don't want to cry. Can we stop this?
1: no this is a authentic podcast okay
0: that sucks because i'm gonna cry cry.
1: Yeah, yeah, i was uh, watching jordan peterson earlier today of one of the clips he was talking about music he was just talking about he was at a bar hearing someone playing the guitar and then he cried like on the podcast he like it's not like he talked about him crying but he's just just by thinking about a guy playing guitar, he cried on the on Rogan podcast. All right. So crying is not the, uh, you know, it's not the first time happening on the podcast. What? A lot of people have cried for less.
0: <laughs> well, I guess it's because I'm, you know, verbalizing. Well, I really don't like this because This is such a vulnerable spot to be in. But you know, sometimes you just got to do it.
1: What happened to you You just don't care anymore?
0: (laughs) No, I think I'm more crying because I've been through so much. And then like, I like think back and I'm just like, what? I'm like such a different person. And It is like sometimes I feel like the people who met me before, like, oh, I hate this when I cry and then my voice gets all like cracking and like, I need to stop. Anyways.
1: I'm I'm sure our subscribers love it. No. Like, uh,
0: no, sorry. Okay. I feel like it's tough because, um when someone meets you, that's what they're going to remember you as. And I think that that's what I always was trying to do, like throughout elementary, throughout high school and university, even like, I always like, I'm so like, part of it staying true to myself is that when I meet someone, I learned this, like, I don't, I don't know where I learned this. Like when I was very young, it's like, when you meet someone, they're not gonna remember what you say to them. They're they're gonna remember how you made them feel. And I think that stays true um, because I've been with the same people in elementary throughout high school. And when I see people now, when I was going to university that I don't see regularly, they always remember me as uh, even just like grades under me who I don't know in person, and then I see them, and and they're the ones who come to me and say, oh, like, yeah, I remember you, like, uh, you used to play basketball, right? And so then I'm just like, oh, that's how people remember me. But anyways, I think I'm crying more because, um, yeah, I wish that I could re-meet the people I grew up with, because I can imagine how annoying I am, and, like, how lost I am. and I can't do this. I'm going to start crying more. Hold on. And um, when I ran into someone I knew from high school and I knew this person well, like we were on the volleyball team together for quite some time, she made a comment that made me like, whoa, like, yeah, I am a different person. I'm. And uh, she was like, yeah, it's like really nice to see you. And she was like, you're more yourself. Like I can tell that you're, you're in your own skin now, like, you're comfortable, and I was, like, whoa, and I was, this like,
1: happened recently,
0: yeah, um, like, and, and she was the one who, who said hi first, like, she was the one who, uh, maybe not say hi first, but, like, I can tell that she hesitated, and so then I was, like, this is kind of awkward, maybe I should say something, and then I was, like, so-and-so, like, is that you, and she's, like, yeah, I knew I recognized you, and, uh, she was, like, um, I just, the last time, Hmm? the
1: last time you met her when was it It was in high school
0: yeah in high school like I didn't see her since then
1: but then but you said she's she thinks you're more of yourself now yeah meaning you're more of yourself today than you were in high school but you said you were like kind of yourself during high school just like stop being yourself after high school type type of thing no
0: well, I guess I was I mean, like I was more myself in the sense that like or not really follow what everyone else did. I didn't really do what everyone else did. Like I didn't have like a uh, like I was not cookie cutter like everyone else. I was like different. I was different in a way that I hung out with everyone. I didn't care if they were like nerds or they played Pokemon cards or if they were playing sports or like, I literally don't care. Or if they were an ESL, like, like, you know, a lot of people, I, yeah.
1: Do you think that's, it's possible that it was a subconsciously, you don't feel like you belong to any group? and Yeah, I didn't
0: belong to any group.
1: And when you look at these people who are in ESL or whatever, they don't belong to and you sort of relate to that.
0: Yeah, in a way, I guess.
1: But You're I like, felt oh, like I
0: was so much more different than everyone because I, I had different interactions than they all did. And I didn't like... I was, I'm one to judge too. Like I grew up judging people. Like I think it's the natural thing to do. I don't know. Like I was always comparing myself or like, oh, this person's this way because of this. Like I thought I was a psychologist or something. I don't know. But Yeah, um,
1: that's um, that's like, a, that's, that's how it is. It's like most people who think everybody's judging them, usually the, that's the person who judge everybody else. And the person who is the most positive, like who does always do the right thing, they think of the good side for other people too. Mm. I've, I've, I've encountered a few people like that who are just like, in Chinese we call them like a dumb, dumb positive person type of thing. Like they're just like, oh, nothing can go wrong in the world. And somebody... Uh, do them bad they would be like oh they, they pro- probably have a reason like they always are positive for themselves and so they think of everybody else as a positive person like everything like everybody's good in the world mm. and and the negative person who's who's negative on everybody like you probably heard this people say oh people commenting mean comments in the comment section usually like they're talking about themselves
0: yeah, it's like, like self-projecting.
1: Like you, if you have to go out of your way to hate on someone on the internet that don't have anything to do with you, like with the few rare ex- exception where you have a strong opinions, most of the times you're hurting inside somehow.
0: Yeah.
1: You to to wanting to hurt somebody else like that.
0: Yeah, but that that doesn't go to say that I was like mean or anything or that my parents. You're
1: judgmental. That's the word.
0: Okay. Yeah. But
1: also <laughs> I,
0: I wasn't like, I wasn't raised like that, which is why I'm like, why am I like that? You know, my parents aren't like that. And they're very, like, they're very non-traditional Filipino parents. So that's why I'm like, ah, oh, like, why am I like that? You know? Um, so it's definitely not from my parents. Let's make that clear. Um, I think it's more just like me being a perfectionist, maybe in some way and wanting to be better than everyone, which is why I probably had a big ego in a way that I had to cover a lot of my insecurities, but I was the loudest maybe in insecurities because I was trying to hide behind a big ego. Maybe I'm not sure, but
1: there's there's another video I watched, uh about entrepreneurship and then the person just said um like it's like there are very few people who are out there doing it yeah Uh, a lot of people don't do it because they're seeing how much hate the people who are out there doing it are getting and they're like wow wow like i don't want to go through that i don't want to be hated by so many people and but what they don't know is they actually don't get as much hate as you perceive. Is only because the people who are hating on them are the loudest, and those are the people you see. Like those are the people you see in the comments. There's those are the people you see in the like you know they're just like protesting or whatever it is. Like the people who have the strongest opinions, they're the loudest, and they put themselves out there. Uh, but they don't always represent the majority
0: yeah and um yeah i don't know in terms of identity
1: So, but to describe your feeling earlier why did you cry
0: yeah it's because i i feel like i'm such a different person i've grew so much
1: like, is it, is it like, oh, I wish you, I've done better when I was younger, or is it, oh, I'm lucky that I landed at a good place, even though I didn't do good, or like, you know. It's or- a mix
0: of everything.
1: <laughs> because, like, part of
0: me is like self-pity. is like, whoa, like, I really let myself be like that. You know, I wonder what people think of me back then and, you know, all these things. Um, but also part of it's like, people looked up to me in a way because I wasn't following the crowd in a way too. So like, it's confusing. Like there's two caps always, like there's the people who love you and then the people that hate you. So that's why I'm just like confused. Like, I don't know, like uh, maybe I judge myself too much. And then now I'm like, Hmm. I don't know. I'm in such a better place. And I'm so grateful that I had to, Go through all of that and then, um, ha- like meet you and then go through all of that, and then the timing of it all. Like, I don't, it's so like mysterious, like how things work. So, I think it's like in a way that, um, sure self pity, always wondering what people think of me back then compared to now, but also like a genuine gratitude, like gr- genuinely grateful for everything I've gone through and for being with you like oh that sounds so cringe but like it's true like I don't (laughs) know like it's so important now how I choose the people I surround myself with and it's tough for me because Um, Now, I've changed everything completely. I've changed, I feel like the group of people that I surround myself with, even though I still have the people that I grew up with, like, I don't really talk to them. Like, I'm just being honest, whoever sees this, like, I don't really talk to
1: them. (laughs) It's a
0: natural, you know, it's a natural drift you know, and it's not something that I'm fighting now. Like before I would like question myself and like fight with myself on, okay, I need to change this or, you know, I need to be better at this, but like, no, like sometimes you just grow out of people and grow out of situations and it's good. Like I have to look at it in a good way. Um, And then now it's like, Oh, I've changed my whole environment. I've moved. I don't know this city. Like it's kind of annoying, but then it's kind of like a blessing in disguise because Now I'm not so uh, focused on what's going on around me. I'm focused on what, what am I doing and what do I want to get to? So I'm more like goals oriented than trying to look on the outside and around me. So maybe all of that being said, that's why I feel like more myself, because I don't have external factors that I keep turning to for any type of validation. Um, and you actually enable me to do that because I don't have a partner that says, you should do this, you should wear that like all the other girls, you should do these, this thing to your nails, you should wear makeup this way, you should do your hair this way, um, you know, you should buy this designer bag or whatever, or gift me a designer bag. Like, I don't know, I just don't have any of this
1: only one rule you have to what? wear the new normal <laughs> new normal merch <laughs>
0: so yeah we were the new normal merch um on the pod
1: but um and out you, of the
0: pod so yeah i just feel like
1: but back then myself. back then you didn't know who you were um but then in the moment you you felt like you you knew now you learn a lot more about yourselves and then you realize back then you were wrong so now you know better is there any fear or worry that in the future this will happen again in three four years you're gonna be like oh this is me when i talk about it on the podcast two years four years ago i was completely wrong i thought i was being by myself but i wasn't that's not who i was
0: you know, I'm so happy you asked that question because I was fearful of that. Every episode that we do, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I, I might be a different person or by then, you know? And I, but that's okay. I'm fine with that now. I think that it's so nice to grow. And if I wasn't a different person, two to three years that I look back Mm. on this, then I would be very, very concerned. So yes, uh, (laughs) I'm glad, you know, I'm happy if I were to look back and say like, Oh, that was a different person. I should be, I should be. And I want to grow and I want to make sure that I'm always working on that journey because for so long, I feel like I'm always wrong. But now that I let myself, um, be myself and like think my own thoughts and go my own way then I'm like yeah heck yeah like I what do I have to lose now like there's so much I had to go through to be at this point like there's no point thinking negatively of a journey and it's a continuous thing like (laughs) yeah like from the start of this podcast now it was like how long and I'm like a like I could say things, I could think things that alter what I think. So yeah, I don't think it's a negative thing at all. I just see every opportunity now. And it's so weird. Like my lens, my lens, I feel like it's just in an opportunity opportunity or opportunistic view i don't see i see the problems obviously i think it's a natural thing to see the problems but more so i see the positivity and the opportunity outweighs all of my complaints or problems now i just see life a different way now
1: yeah i think that's uh, how a lot of people like for me that's how i that's how i uh, ease that doubt where I do something bad and then do it better now. And I'm not like, oh, I did it bad, now I do it better. This is probably still a better way. I'm still doing it bad. And then when I, like, this this is no ending. I I look at things as me doing good or bad. But now I look at most things as a part of the journey rather than, oh, this is the end. Like I figured everything out about this, I'm good. No, it's like, I've just figured everything out now for the scenario i mean now for who i am today in three years everything's going to change and like not necessarily being wrong like even if you're not wrong you just evolve you know people change every few years and that's uh yeah. that's a lot of the things with joe rogan too a lot of people re- recently they pull up uh, him saying the n-word like 12, 13 years ago or something. And they made a clip out of it and they were like, look at him, how like, uh, whatever, you know, how, uh, how racist he was. And I'm just, I, that made me think about our podcast. I was like, Oh, we are putting out video after video. Maybe there's something that we don't agree with three years, five years, 10 years down the line. Um, but then it also made me realize if Joe Rogan wasn't like like if Joe Rogan was perfect 13 years ago on video and you can run through 13 years of video of him being the same person how how sad would that be yeah you know like it's uh, in a way, being stupid, quote-unquote, being wrong back in time is actually a good thing. It's a, a testament of how much you've improved, how much you've yeah. grown. I and don't I don't know where this obsession of being perfect at all times, never made, make a mistake, never fail. Then you never grow, too.
0: Yeah. And so I think that's why now I, I really do let myself make mistakes but not in a dumb way like it's all calculated (laughs) you know like um but not like oh yeah I'm gonna jump over a bridge and then see how that works out for me like no like um I make the mistakes and I'm I'm like okay, cool, you know, I learned something from this, and then I, I move on type of thing. I don't, tr- I try not to dwell on things so much. And I think too, that's why I'm crying earlier, because then I'm like, oh, damn, like, if I was that kind of person back then, like, what kind of attitude did I have back then? And if I did, I would wish I could go back to the person's and say, like, hey, like, sorry, you know, like, if I say it said something that offended you, or like, because I always, remember what I said earlier is that I want to make someone feel good. Like when they're hanging out with me or when they're around me, I don't, I don't ever ever want anyone to feel shitty. So if I did, then I'm sorry type of thing. And um, at the same time, it's kind of a given if I'm like 13, 15, 17 years old, like, I'm naive, I'm dumb, I'm still going through things, trying to figure out myself in life and like other people. So yeah, I'm gonna say some stupid things. And, you know, I just hope like at this time now, and it seems like I am, I'm more self-aware that I don't be like that and that I've grown so much. So yeah, I think that, I don't know why either the system makes it like um, put people on a pedestal, thinking that oh if this person did this thing they're the greatest person like no like this is not the way it is nobody is perfect
1: is um helping your cousins with their business the biggest uh what do you call it trigger that help you to understand who you are and what you want um
0: Maybe a little bit. And that this is and, weird because. And talk I about always, the whole
1: thing like, well, what happened? What did you do? And how it made you feel? How did you made it change
0: how mm, you think? I, so like, because my cousin is working on her business and it's like a balloon business gifting personalization. So they're like personalized balloons, bubble balloons, and it's like a gift basket thing. Uh, yeah, so
1: your, your cousins have a full-time job and uh out of uh interest they started a side hustle uh, business. Yeah. and yeah, it, uh,
0: yeah.
1: it's uh it's customizing balloons uh for as gifts
0: yes and so i was like, did, curious... they, did they do
1: it because that's what they like or did they do it because they want to make extra money
0: no i think it's more it's what they like so it started out as a hobby and it started out as she's you know super busy with her job but she needs an outlet type of thing at least from what I understand so mm-hmm. she was like I, I know she knows that she doesn't want to work at a company all her life she knows that and she has learned that other people have started hobbies that became side hustles where they actually make some money so for her it was a mix of um, an outlet of where she can you know practice her creativity because her and her sister are quite creative um did, and this, then,
1: did this start out as balloon or did it start out something else and it pivoted into balloons
0: no it was always balloons
1: mm, okay
0: because uh, she saw other people do this. And then she was like, oh, I can do that too, maybe. And then so she went through the whole process, going through all the trouble in the beginning to learn this thing by herself. Like she didn't learn from anyone. And it was something that, like I said, I think more of an outlet for her okay. and more of like, oh, may- maybe this could be like an exit plan, maybe even. Okay. But of course, like it's not. Um, how,
1: how did you get involved?
0: Um, I just started asking her about, that business and how it's doing. And, you know, does she make a lot from it or, you know, doesn't, you know, like where, where she wants to take it. And, um, she says that, Oh, these two months or this event is where I made the most. It's quite lucrative actually, if I were to do this full time. Um, but right now it's just starting out. Like everyone starts out like this. So I'm like, okay, great. Like, um, she said that she was super stressed out the last year because she had so many orders. She had to decline orders too. So I said, okay, like, let's not make it the case this year. And I moved closer to her. So I could just pop by. She's like, what, five minutes away, not even from my place. And then, or uh, from uh, where I am to her place. So I said, if you ever needed any help, you could let me know. And so I never knew if, like what the order situation would be like. But, but is that she started because orders, and I started helping her?
1: But is that because she's your cousin, or is it because you're interested in the business? Why, why, why did you want to help her?
0: Um, it's like a mix of both. It, it's more because of her business. Even if she wasn't my cousin, I would still help. Maybe because I just want to just do something different. Um, but because she's my cousin, it made it a little bit easier to connect with her and just help her. Like, I'm not getting paid for this. It's it's genuinely something I just want to volunteer to help to do. So, I mean, I don't expect anything from it. Um, and I want to experience what she experiences, the rush. I've always been, I learned this too. That's why I'm so conflicted is I love the rush and I, I discovered in myself that i've always been chasing the rush but i never put myself in a situation where i i make the rush you know what i mean like during the holidays it's a rush like you get all the shoppers and i've always worked in some sort of retail that i had that rush um, and then my, I don't have that anymore because I work a government job. I work a corporate government job, whatever you want to call it in the office. When,
1: when you say rush, do you mean like high pace or do you mean like adrenaline rush? Like oh, okay. when, you, when you like on the court playing basketball, you feel the rush too. That's
0: you know. really interesting. I never thought that. I never connected the two. Um, by rush, I do mean... Um, adrenaline but I think that to initiate that the rush is filling some sort of order uh, so that's why I always have to <laughs> that's a,
1: that's way. oddly specific
0: yeah right
1: so but um, so when you like when you play sports let's say you feel the rush too when you like I have do. to go yeah. uh, like save a ball that's like far out and most people can't catch you like run after it that yeah that's very different feeling than when you're feeling failing orders or is it like similar?
0: It's a very similar like uh, feeling. I never thought of this. I never made a connection to that. Um, for there's like
1: for- um, UFC fighters who enjoy fighting mostly because of adrenaline rush. After they retire, they still have to do some type of risky, business even though it's like contained like uh, in the corporate world you still have to be in uh, some type of like more edgy business because that's what gives them the rush
0: yeah mm. i think like in sports it's because i know that when the ball comes to me whether it's volleyball or basketball i can make a point type of thing so i have that adrenaline rush but for me being in sports is like it doesn't even matter if it comes from me. I just wanna make that point for my team. Like I just want my team to get that point, you know? So I naturally then having that type of goal, I get the rush too. So in this case with my cousin is I know she has orders or even when I was working back in Microsoft, I know I have orders or I know that I have customers who are willing to purchase from me. I would do anything in my power to make sure that order is filled, you know? Um, And in this case, I'm the middle person, really. I don't, like the customer doesn't see me, doesn't interact with me, but knowing that she has orders and that I can make an impact on how many orders she can fill, gives me that rush like I know something's happening um similarly to the pod where this is like <laughs> this is your idea it's your thing but now that I've taken it seriously and huh
1: it's 50 50 <laughs> I'm
0: not gonna say it on here we can talk off <laughs> offline and you know hash it out then but yeah um when I make something like serious and it's Part of my job and i can make an impact towards it. I have a sense of urgency. I have a, like a rush, like an adrenaline rush. Like I don't know what it Yeah, I don't
1: I don't I don't think based on what you just said, I don't think it has anything to do with high pace. Like uh, for example, like we're doing I the I feel
0: like it is in you know, a for way.
1: E- for example, we're doing this podcast. It's not about the pace, but it's about the I, I don't know how you describe it, but the, it's the High stake, I guess, this is how you describe it. A high, high stake, high, um, you know. And, but when you do the podcast, you feel kind of a rush too. But it doesn't have to be like all oh, in a hurry, you know, high pace. Yeah.
0: It depends on what it is. Like when I'm at work in the office compared to everyone else it's like my booty's on fire like i just want to get things done as quick as possible that's that's not the culture and i put myself in a bad situation when i do that but i can't help it if there's things on my plate i want to get it done and similar to my cousin is like they do it for fun maybe like not maybe not my main cousin who's doing you know her business but then the other her sister trying to help her and for me and I'm over there and I want to get it done. Like there's so many orders that she has to fill and I just want to get it done. Like I really just, I'm there yeah. for a reason. I'm not there to hang out, hang out. I'm there to work. So
1: I think in a weird way, you actually like pressure. I yeah. You've, my you've cousin uh, talked
0: about this.
1: You've it avoided sucks. pressure all your life, but you actually enjoy the moments when you have pressure. Like yes. if, 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 someone pass you the basketball at the end buzzer and you have taken the shot and that's the only shot you have you dream about having that moment but in real life you don't want that moment to happen because you don't want to deal with missing that shot
0: yeah yeah i think you're really on point point. and that actually happened in one of the games that i had the ball before the clock ended and i made the shot and then it was like great i don't know if any of my peers would mem- remember that <laughs> moment but that was a highlight for me so, anyway, I do like the pressure I think that you're totally right and I think that's why I crave it and I go back to retail I go back to guest services type of jobs because I like the pressure I like the pressure from the customer
1: um, I, and my cousin, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like uh, in a similar way I have a love and hate relationship with pressure <laughs> Or stress.
0: The L word.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Like I, when I have pressure or stress, it makes me perform better and it made me feel better that like I achieved more than usual. But at the same time, when I'm under prolonged period of stress and pressure, I'm like, there's something wrong. I, I can't live like this for uh, yeah. too long. So, so I'm always like balancing like, oh, I'm my life too relaxed. I got to put more pressure on myself or oh, there's too much pressure. Like I'm literally losing sleep every night, you know, stressing out about something that's imaginary in my head. So I'm like, oh, I got to reduce pressure somehow. Like there's always a balancing act. That's like, you know, but I, n- now is a weirdly, I think you're like a, a, in a similar way. You you're like so afraid of the consequence of failing when you're under pressure. So you avoid all the situation, but secretly you like really enjoy the, the, the pres- pressure, the high stake, the high risk and the rush, the adrenaline rush when you're yeah. like performing.
0: Yeah, but then part of it too is like a double-edged sword because part of, even though I do like the pressure, when it becomes a problem is when I can't do it. Like when I have failed at something, like I I dwell on it too much. So the fact that in these cases, I don't, I'm not affected too much by the consequence. I'm like fine with it. I love the pressure. But that's why I think that it's a mix with me starting my own like side hustle thing is because I know all the pressure is on me now. So that's why I'm like more excited to do this on my own, because I want to see where my character is at, like truly, and then see if I can handle it. so yeah, that's what I'm like excited to explore. But in this case, my cousin actually brought that up because she was giving a lecture to my other cousin, her sister.
1: <laughs> <Give me> a-
0: <laughs> Sorry for putting you on glass, cousin, but it's more like- It's okay.
1: Um, you have over a hundred cousins. We don't know which one.
0: <laughs> it's more like uh, she made a comment. She was just like, oh, you you really need to learn how to perform under pressure. And I was like, whoa, like, I never realized that I could perform under pressure. And I I didn't take it as a strength. I took it more as a, oh, in university, I didn't perform well under pressure. And I had peers who are, you know, looking down on me uh, so much because I couldn't deliver on something. So now that I look back, I'm just like, whoa, I just wasn't in the right mental headspace and these people didn't bring the best out of me so that's why I didn't perform well or you know well that's my fault first and foremost yeah but I was just affected too much of with my environment to perform and now I don't see it as an obstacle I think that I just take it upon myself so now I can see oh, you, you, had the hmm? you had a wrong focus
1: you had the wrong focus
0: yeah, I was like,
1: like in, in university or high school or whatever, your focus was always like, oh, if I make this or like if I succeed, what does it mean? What if I fail? What does it mean? How how will other people look at me if I fail or succeed? You're focusing more on the, the you know, like the, the end result. Now you're focusing more on the process. Like, what can I do to make it happen?
0: Yeah. And,
1: you know, that's. And- like, yeah
0: and it's like it's it's weird for me to hear my cousins even be like whoa like she's a different person you know like oh she's not the same or whoa you're working so fast or oh you're making us work better like my aunt was like me being there made them work better than if they were doing it by themselves and that made me feel like this type of way I'm like really like whoa I'm I'm doing this, I had an impact on them by just doing what I want to do. Like I genuinely enjoyed helping out. Like it wasn't there was nothing like uh negative intent about anything, nothing malicious about it. Like it was just like I just really wanted to do it, type of thing. And I thought that kind of energy is cool and that they recognized on like what I was trying to do and how I was how much impact I wanted to help with, you know. So like I like that, and I want more of that. So now I'm focused on replicating that as much as I can because now I've learned to like. And my colleague, the yesterday said this too when we had a chat because the power was out at work. Uh, was that you know he learned that when he's he does something that he genuinely wants to do, more good things come out of it, and that's the natural path that he is set on, I feel like that's like kind of me, where the more I do something, more good things come out of it now than negative things. That's really the path that I really should be on. So um, I think for most of my life I'm trying, I kept on trying to do things that wasn't meant for me because every time I tried something, it really wasn't working out and it more my ego was more to like protect this thing that I wanted to build. Um, because if I didn't, then I would look like a failure type of thing. But now I knew that if I tried something and it didn't work, I'm okay to walk away from it. And I'm more than happy to walk away from anything that I know is not, you know, um, positively in, impacting me. So whether that be friendships, uh, a business venture, a, uh, even just a piece of furniture that I don't want, I'm okay to like let it go now. Before I wasn't.
1: Yeah. Like even if you fail miserably in court, it's still a better alternative than being in the audience seat, you know? Yeah. But um, so your biggest discovery through that experience was... Um, you could you you always could have done better than you thought and you could have had a bigger impact positive impact on people around you all along but you never chose to use you were selling yourself short a little bit that's your biggest discovery and that's why you got emotional
0: um
1: or is it like yeah like go
0: Yeah, I think it's more like, oh, geez, like I'm now I'm being myself and in every aspect of my life, I'm being myself and I'm choosing like I'm making my own decisions. I don't have to ask someone else about their opinion, like with anything like I made this decision. I made, you know, like just everything. I don't know. Like I chose to always wear yoga pants this week. I didn't wear jeans because someone else was wearing jeans and I wanted to be like them. It's like, no, like I enjoy wearing yoga pants. So I'm going to wear yoga pants type of thing. Um, and I genuinely just enjoy it. Like I I figured I'm like, okay, I'm being myself. I'm making this kind of impact to everyone else. I could have been doing this from the very beginning, Mm -hmm. Like, why couldn't I just start this from the very beginning? And so that's why I'm like kicking myself. And that's why it's like kind of emotional, because I'm finally at that point where I'm like, it's cool to be myself. Why not? Like, nobody is like me. And if I'm being myself and someone looks up to me, then that's cool, you know, like, whatever, like, it's not my goal. But like I said, at the very first podcast, like, it's not my goal necessarily to be like a role model, because I know I make mistakes. I know I'm not the perfect person, like all these things. But if it can be relatable to someone, then I'm like, that's actually cool. And like, people, you know, read my energy type of thing, then I'm all for it. Um. I just wish that I was like that from the very beginning and that I was more confident with myself instead of always doubting myself. Um, so I think that's like the bittersweet spot of why I was like really emotional.
1: It's just, but did, just you, a, but did you this all
0: encompass, you know?
1: But did you discover through this experience, like, Oh, I'm a actually an entrepreneur and I'm, I need to do more entrepreneurial things or did you go, Oh, I just discovered I could have done much better. I still don't know if I'm meant to be an entrepreneur, but now I'm going to try entrepreneurial things now because I didn't think I was good enough, but now maybe I am, but I'm still, I still don't know. So I'm going to try a bunch of things now. Mm. I'm going to try a bunch of things that I didn't think I was good enough to try, but now I'm going to try all of them now.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's a little bit of both. I think,
1: that, you know, <laughs> you're like, you know why you're like, I say this? You're like that meme. Like, are you A, B, C, D? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think I say that because like, I'm always curious about the corporate tech life. I always said that, oh, like I could be an account manager type of thing. Like, that's what I really enjoyed (laughs) in Microsoft. And that's why I had like an identity crisis because I'm like, without Microsoft, who am I kind of thing? Um, But no, it's it's more uh, I'm still curious about that life. So if I were to go apply for jobs, then I, I would do that. But. Part of it is like, no, I think I'm really supposed to be an entrepreneur because there's so many aspects of it that I enjoy more than being than being um, tied to a schedule or tied to some sort of anyone else's productivity except my own. You know, like it's it's different because then with entrepreneurship. I recognize that I have a different energy towards it ever since. I had a grade 12 entrepreneurship venture that I did in high school. And I had this type of energy back then. And and a girl, there's one girl, I always remember this. And because I wanted to sell t-shirts with my name on it. She's like, Chantel, she's like, why would anyone buy your t-shirt with your name on it? have you ever thought about that? Like, and, and she was the the type of girl that everyone looked up to, you know, she was just like, the most, like, put together girl, I wouldn't say she's perfect. I don't think she's perfect. No one is perfect. But I think she's the most put together that everyone really sought out for, like in whatever it was, any category, it would be her. And um, she was even named something like, would most likely be the most successful in the yearbook type of people, right? So, that, <laughs> so then it made me really question, you know, my venture. And it was t-shirts, making t-shirts with my name on it. And then I changed it because of that comment. And so retrospect, I like, I've, I felt like I really am curious to see what would have happened if it wasn't what I did. Like, I I made shirts that said, like a boss. Back then, it was a thing. And then, yeah, it it changed how I felt about entrepreneurship because I'm like, well, I like let a comment, like it's supposed to be constructive too, I think maybe from her point of view. Um, And then like, maybe it's not my thing. And then I never, I was too scared to start anything else on my own. And, And then now I'm starting back on, you know, an entrepreneur type of way. And then, um the energy that I had before is back. So I'm like, ah, oh, maybe this is really what I'm supposed to do because I never get tired of it. Even though I'm tired, like it's a different kind of energy. It's like, I'm unlimited type of energy with this type of stuff. So that's why I'm like, maybe this is meant for me because it's not something I really have to have a hard time with, you know, cause there are jobs where, and that's why they're called the job where I or one would cry before going into work because they hated it so much. And I don't want to be like that.
1: Yeah, there's another video I watched of this person. He has like a seven figure maybe business and he's teaching other people how to do business. And he just said, you know, mowing lawns and cleaning houses are like 300, 400,000 a year business. Like you can make 300, 400,000 a year pretty easily. You don't have to invent a new idea. You just do something that other people don't want to do. Yeah. And then uh, you get paid for that. And um, he also said, a lot of people listening to this, some people, Dave Lee, he was on Dave Lee. And Dave Lee asked him, like, what do you think makes a difference? Like some people who start business, some people who don't. And he said, the excitement level is the number one thing. Some people hearing me saying this, they will get excited. They'll be like, wow, like that's something I can do, can make money. That's crazy. And they go start something versus somebody else will hear that and be like, that sounds like a lot of work. That doesn't sound like, you know, I want to do that. And they go back to eating their Cheetos and watching TV. So Mm -hmm. like a lot of, I just want to tell my audience, whoever watching, whoever's thinking about starting a business and all of these things, most of like a lot of times people overthink these. Like, oh, like why would people buy this and that? And most of the times, the reason is other people who thought of the idea didn't follow through, and you're the only one who follow through, yes. and people would just buy it from you. Not, not like there's no other choice. And yeah, and the the way he, the the guy from the video. He said, this is how I feel this through business idea, whether it's a good idea or not. Oh, I'm going to start a cleaning business in this city. So I'm going to Google all of the cleaning business in that city and I call all of them. If if I call all of them, nobody picks up, then they're not like going at 100%. So there's opportunity there. Or I call them and they say, I'm booked three weeks out. Then it means there's more demand than... They can handle so there's an opportunity there so you don't have to be the a genius that invents invent something that's good, like nobody has ever seen before to to be successful you just have yeah. to like first you have to, you got to have the balls to start that already filter out most of the people and then afterwards you gotta put in the hard work and have an open mind and keep improving and all these things and he said the reason why he can he chose this industry to be in mowing lawns and stuff, or teaching people how to be in this in this industry is because who do you want to compete against? The Harvard Business School graduate who are in tech, or you want to compete against, you know, 60, 70 year old who don't even know how to email and who don't, you know, they write down their checks and it, they never had a website and these are the people who own these mowing businesses, cleaning business and all of these businesses so if you just come in and you have a website you're already like like leaffrogging above 90 percent of these mowing long businesses already
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah and so
0: like another part of the, the entrepreneurship thing too is because i never let myself not know anything and to start from the very beginning. And those people who don't, who normally don't mow lawns needed to learn somewhere too. And they started from nothing, you know, but they recognize the opportunity anyways. Um, so I feel like that's kind of like me, like I, the threshold for, for entrepreneurs is way greater then those who are eating Cheetos and sitting on the couch, like don't do anything like the threshold to go through the tough part is much greater, like they won't give up. And after going through the tough part, like figuring things out later on at the scaling stage, it's so much easier. But you have to go through that tough first, second, third year in order to see the success, success later on
1: that's a very big misconception is that people when people think of what to do try to think of what to do they think what they can do today so rather than thinking about what you're capable of today think about what are you capable of learning that's yeah. much a higher threshold like what you're capable of today is very little like if you've never been in a business obviously you you're not going to know anything but is that a business that you're capable of learning if you put in the work and time and the effort, there are actually businesses or subjects that you will never be able to learn no matter how long it takes. So don't be in those businesses. but you know, don't just knock your knock down any idea because you're not capable of doing it today with what you know today. That's. Um, yeah.
0: So yeah. for the listener, allow yourself.
1: The nominals.
0: For well. <laughs> um, you know, for for those listening, like literally allow yourself to to make that leap because the only one stopping you is probably yourself. I know it was for me, so I mean, and, you're uh, not alone.
1: Yeah, if you if you need help, email me. <laughs> <laughs> we also do
0: consulting services. We're <laughs> business graduates. No,
1: nah, no, nah, it's just free help, you know, it just The reason why I created this is to create a community to begin with. So I'd be happy to help if any questions. But before we go, I would like to touch on um, the identity topic real quick. This is pretty important, I think. Okay. This is what I realized uh, relatively recently. Back in the day, I always pick one identity and try to chase after it to figure out if I'm that person. Like, oh, maybe I'm a business person. Let me keep on learning business, doing business. And, And if I'm successful, boom, I'm a business person. But relatively recently, I've learned like identity for the most part is not supposed to be one thing. I'm throughout- This is
0: a very good point coming up, yes.
1: Throughout my years, I've developed interest in fighting, in philosophy, in business, like operating business and investing, like just staying back and putting money into stocks or something and waiting for it to grow. I've experienced all of them. I've enjoyed them while I was doing it, all of them. But then throughout time, they have fallen like some rises up some fallen down but then the next period the the one that fell down came back up like my interest grew back up and then the interest i had a lot higher back then my like drop back down like it's a cycle of them like you know like i'm identity for most people is meant to be multifaceted so like Mm -hmm. don't shut yourself down so quickly when you're like not the best at something or you know like oh that's not the what you love absolutely the most you can be like many things and just in a different ratio you know like in a different way um yeah like I've
0: And like Are you literally you, allow me to do that too. So I'm like living proof.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I used to think, oh, am I a business person or am I an inv- investor? Am I investor or am I a philosopher? Am I a philosopher or like a fight fan? Like all of these things. Now I don't think in terms of like who I am. I'm in I think in terms of like what's my makeup? Like what's the facet? Like am I. Like like am I instead of being like, am I introvert or am I extrovert, it's like wait, we, where on the spectrum am I introvert? And in what type of scenarios am I introvert? Like which type of people am I around when I will have introvert tendencies? Like it's a more complex, you know, like it just basically what I'm trying to say is don't be so quick in shutting yourself down being like oh that's not me and because i don't do this better than other people and you know like maybe steve jobs you know likes jogging and he's not the best jogger in the world but it doesn't take that away you can't take that away from him
0: yeah
1: but um yeah what do you think about that
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no it's true i think that like well like i said earlier it it also has to do with the people around you and if if they're always judging and you have to be really honest with yourself in evaluating this because at first i'm like oh that's just who they are even though if that's just who they are is that really the kind of influence that you want to be allowing access yourself access to and if it's not i think you need to really take a step back and i'm not saying don't be friends with them but maybe limit the times the, the frequency that you see them because it makes a big impact and for you to change too, you have to change who change, like not maybe change, meet more people that, um, that can see things a different way and that can maybe have different conversations with you about. So if you have people who genuinely support what you're doing and not judge you either, not that you're looking for that outside approval, it makes it a little bit easier to allow yourself to make those changes. So it might be just that.
1: Yeah, maybe um, find other people who 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 allow themselves to be multiple people. Yeah. You know, like I used to have a problem with this. I used to be like... Like you need to focus on one thing and and who, who are you type of thing. But then now i like, it's so cool seeing people who are, you can't identify them. Like you can't describe them with one word. Mm-hmm. And like if we used to talk about Elon Musk, who's Elon Musk? You can't say, oh, he's a car maker because he does 90 different other things. You can't say he only sends tweets because again, he does like, you know, like he's so like he's so complex he shows so many sides of himself you can't really uh, box him in into one thing anymore and then that's now what i strive for i want to i don't want to be like i don't want anybody to be able to accurately describe me in one word oh that's okay. a student or oh, that's a businessman oh that's no i'm more than that you know like you can list the five things. I'm still more than that.
0: I used to want to be that. Only one thing. But now that I've met more people who are multifaceted, like you said, I just find that they're way cooler. So that made, that's just my opinion, though. Anyone else can have their own.
1: <laughs>
0: just Anyways, having said all of that, maybe a little bit too much is anyways, don't be normal. Be yourself. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye.